Oh, 
Everybody, my name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, and we continue with a uh, a challenging but a promising week. And I thank all of you for tuning in. I thank all of you for being part of this greater JM and the AM Nachum Siegel Network family. Uh, we are uh, broadcasting again today through a uh, system <laughs> that uh, emanates from um, Avrami's studio in Beit Shemesh, Israel. Uh, Rummy, good morning to you, or more accurately, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon and morning. And uh, are we sounding all right here from New York? Uh, yeah, yes. Okay, great. Just making sure and um, letting everyone know how this is happening. And um, as someone pointed out to me last night, 99% of the uh, operations of uh, the outfits that are a broadcast entity would have taken a couple of days off, but we tried our best and thank God have been successful after Sunday's disaster of uh, presenting JM in the AM on Monday with Mayor Ferdig behind the microphone. And thank God between today and yesterday, um, me behind the microphone with a great assist from Avrami, who is monitoring everything as we go along. So good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast. There's plenty to do. Lots to talk about. Plenty of people to thank. I don't know if we'll get to everybody, but there's been just a, a tremendous outpouring of support for our rebuild. Um, it's going to be a couple of very, very difficult weeks as the uh, space is, as Ratashem quickly going to be cleaned out and, um, and we start from scratch. And it'll be a few months of uh, being on the road at different locations and um, until things get settled. Uh, in our new Bezrat Hashem permanent space. But thank God, we have tremendous blessings from the one above, tremendous blessings from our wonderful listeners and supporters, and we will get there. It might seem like a long road, but we will certainly get there. Um, more coming up, uh, plenty of music. Avrami's going to be in charge of music this morning. I'll be, uh, I will be uh, speaking with you throughout the uh, program until 9 o'clock this morning. Yassi's Weig with the uh, Z-Report. Live lunch coming up at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That is a show that we are now picking up, uh, as opposed to a new original show that he does on Thursday at 11 a.m. Um, that will emanate from his studios. And then we have a big day, a big day, because every day is a big day here at JMAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. So plenty coming up. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in from around the world. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. And even though I don't think we're going to get guests on the air this morning, um, we are going to, please God, have an opportunity before the big holiday to speak on the air uh, with people that have, um, that have good ideas of how we can help others before the holiday of Pesach. 
This is something that uh, is extremely, extremely important to me, and I know important to a lot of people out there. Uh, we fully intended, and in fact, not only did we fully intend, we actually started and kicked off our Nissan Chesed campaign because simply I was just too over-anxious to get it going. So you've heard some of what I've had to say on this topic already, uh, but we ask everybody out there to think of ideas of how one can help others in need uh, and and um, help them in a practical manner, in a meaningful manner before the holiday of Pesach. That's what our Nissan Chesed campaign is all about. Nissan begins this coming Friday night, and we're hoping that everybody will in fact, participate and uh, respond by doing kind things for other people. More coming up. It is a Wednesday morning edition, and you're listening to JM in the AM. me 
Nachushai, the island void, the island void, the island void. Baruchet, you find Nachushai, the island void, the island void, the island void. Baruchet, you find Nachushai, the island void, the island void, the island void. Baruchet, you find Nachushai, the island void. Shema, Shema, Yisroel, Ha-Hashem, Ha-Hashem, Eloikeinu, Ha-Hashem, Ha-Hashem, Eloikeinu, Ha-Hashem, Echad. Shema, Shema, Yisroel, Ha-Hashem, Ha-Hashem, Eloikeinu, Ha-Hashem, Ha-Hashem, Eloikeinu.
חדש, אני מודה, אני נפגש, כל נשימה, חיים במתנה. בכל יום מתעלה, הלב מרגיש ומתמלא, ומתוכי פורצת מנגינה. בוקר טוב עולם, בוקר שכזה, כל החושך
JM in the AM on a uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. My name is Nahum Siegel. Yehuda's Nigun done by uh, the one and only Yehuda Green. Uh, before that, Boker Tov. Boker Tov, Mordechai Shapiro. We have a, a greater appreciation for being able to wake up in the morning and, uh, and say Boker Tov to ourselves and to others. And that's Mordechai Shapiro here at JM in the AM. Uh, Menucha had the uh, Shema unplugged selection off of Menucha volume number two. Modani done by Aryeh Kunstler because nobody does it like him. And of course, earlier Regesh with Modani, which is how we start things off for uh, the last almost 40 years here at JM in the AM. Um, uh, 25 minutes after the hour, as we, uh, as we continue to talk about what's going on on this side of the world, we have to speak for a moment or more about what's happening with our brothers and sisters in Israel. Uh, whether the enemy wants to use the excuse of Ramadan, whether the enemy wants to admit that not much has changed in terms of their relationship and feelings for the Jewish people, whatever whatever it is that uh, continues to be the motivation of the enemy. Uh, we have seen over the last few days uh, deadly attacks that have taken the lives of our brethren in Israel. Uh, and it seems that uh, on a regular basis, again, unfortunately, we're not only reading of these stories and hearing these news accounts, but we are uh, watching our brethren Israel gather for funerals. And, uh, and we watch them call on the government of the state of Israel to respond to these, wave, these waves of terror attacks. According to the Jerusalem Post, Israeli security forces carried out a wave of arrests in the West Bank, as they put it, we say Yudan Shomron, and mapped the home of the terrorists behind the deadly attack in Bnei Brak overnight on Tuesday. Forces from the IDF, Shin Bet, and Israeli police conducted a widespread arrest campaign throughout Yudan Shomron in the Balata refugee camp and in a variety of other places, including Shem, Ramallah, Yabad, and others. Clashes broke out between troops and Palestinians during the arrests. Among those arrested was the brother of the attacker, a 27-year-old from the village of Yabad. And the Israeli forces are dealing with this entire situation now as in so many different areas, so many different places, so many different locations. The enemy is trying to uh, spread terror. And unfortunately, They've been successful. Um, the most recent one, of course, yesterday, at about 8 o'clock in the evening, the terrorist opened fire on civilians in the neighborhood of B'nai Brock, killing four people. Um, in a video that later circulated on social media, he was seen with his M16 shooting at bystanders. And a man driving his car in a residential street. In another video, a man was seen running into a building after his, meaning the terrorist, rifle jammed. The victims were identified as Yaakov Shalom, a B'nai Brock resident and father of five who was shot while driving his car. Rav Avishai Cheskeli, a yeshiva teacher and father of two, was shot while he was out with his two-year-old son for an evening stroll. Two others were workers from Ukraine who were shot at the entrance of a supermarket. The terrorist was later shot dead by a police officer who arrived at the scene on a motorcycle and engaged the shooter in a firefight. The officer, 
32-year-old Arab Christian Amir Khoury was evacuated to Rabin Medical Center in critical condition and died from his wounds soon after, making him the fifth victim. The funerals are taking place now, today, in Israel. This, of course, comes just two days after Israeli Arabs in the town of Umal Fama opened fire in Hadera, killing two border police officers. A week after Israeli Bedouin killed four civilians in a stabbing and vehicle ramming attack in Beersheba. Following the attacks that claimed 11 lives in one week, Prime Minister Bennett said that Israel is currently facing a new wave of terrorism. After a period of quiet, he said, there's a violent eruption by those who want to destroy us, those who want to hurt us at any price, whose hatred of Jews of the state of Israel drives them crazy. They're prepared to die so that we will not live in peace. It is, well, I don't want to say fascinating, because at this point, I'm sure it's expected how the human rights groups and the BDS groups and those who claim to champion equality and peace and security and safety of all, how silent they are in the aftermath of these episodes. Let's keep that in mind. As we said the other day, the more things change, you know the rest. And at this point, whether it's Ramadan or for any other lame excuse that they come up with, the enemy wants to see as many Jews dead as possible. Our hearts go out to families of those who are suffering in Israel at this point. And as we always say, when we gather together in this forum, the collective Jewish pain is being felt by the brothers and sisters who are tuned in and those around the world who care about our fellow brethren. JM and the AM, thanks for tuning in on a Wednesday morning broadcast. More coming up, of course. I, um, I can't thank everybody enough who has responded to our situation, um, our situation that has displaced us from our usual headquarters in Lower Manhattan. The uh, fundraising campaign through Cause Match continues. You'll find it at the top at AhamSiegel.com. I appreciate those who've been spreading the word. We are committed to rebuild, but we know it's going to be a very painful process for a few months until we get to that point. So to everybody out there who has been so understanding and so supportive and so encouraging, I'll say please continue to do so, and we will try to do our best on this end to continue the work that we do every single day here at JM and AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Malcolm Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. We are officially, even though we are not putting guests on the air yet to discuss it because of the delay in our, in our technical um, situation, uh, we are already in the midst, way before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, we are already in the midst of our Nisan Chesed campaign. And you know what that means. It means thinking of creative ways and not so creative ways to help families out there poor and not so poor necessarily, uh, who are preparing for Pesach and who are experiencing the pressure of the holiday. And um, we have a variety of methods, a variety of ways, a variety of recommendations that we have that we're always making in terms of uh, how we can help alleviate some of that pressure. We'll discuss those certainly. 
but I'm going to ask this audience to continue to think, continue to to continue to mull over in your minds the different ways that people can uh, step forward to help out. And uh, we'll add those to our list and hopefully come up with a comprehensive plan so that people can implement. One of the most frustrating things about wanting to do chesed is people often don't know what to do. So we're trying to alleviate that problem by suggesting what people can do for others before the big holiday. Um, so think, feel free to email us, nachomandachomsegal.com. Certainly feel free to comment on the app. Any ideas, any recommendations would be more than welcome. No such thing as a bad idea when it comes to helping others. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. We get to Rosh Chodesh. It's coming Shabbos. We're getting closer and closer to the big holiday. April the 12th is going to be our Erev Pesach, or almost Erev Pesach, Pesach Products Program, which we will um, figure out exactly how we're going to present. But we're committed to making sure that it's as strong a program as it always is. And the yesterday, after JM in the AM, in the midst of a day that was uh, full of fundraising and full of focusing on the uh, aftermath of Sunday's terrible tragedy, uh, we spent a good amount of time talking about Yamat's mood and the upcoming Yamat's mood special, and in general how program is going to be programming is going to be is going to be um, handled over the next few months, and um, that in itself in and of itself, is a very promising sign for the future of these broadcasts. So hang in there, everybody, as we continue to hang in and continue to uh, enjoy and be inspired by these programs. And um, we will, uh, please God, with the strength of the one above, continue to uh, move forward as we are right now on a Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
Here on a uh, JM. Thanks for fading that out of Rum. Olam Chesed Yibaneh done by uh, Matt Dub. And um, as I said earlier, it's uh, there are different stages, different eras, different um, things we concentrate on over the decades here at JM. And the fact that Chesed has 
become such an important part of this show, and especially this time of year, makes me very proud. Um, we'll talk more about the Chesed Initiative and the Nissan Chesed Program. Um, I I have to acknowledge all the great Chesed that's being done and being said, and the outreach that uh, continues to come to us here at NSN at the Nahum Single Network. Before Matt Dub, you heard Ohad with Eretz Israel. You heard B'nai Barak done by Aaron Razel. Soul Farm had Eretz Nederet. Chaverim was uh, Leif Tahar. And here we are on a, a Wednesday morning broadcast. JMM with our hearts going out to our brothers and sisters in Israel who are in the aftermath and right now are suffering so many families from these terror attacks that have happened over the last week, especially the one yesterday that really hit the heart of our community in Israel, in B'nai Brak. And those funerals are taking place today. And it is so important, all of us around the world, to focus on what our brothers and sisters are going through. There's a lot of pain that's going on on this globe in general, but we have brethren who are in uh, very difficult circumstances and are burying their family members today. In the aftermath of these terror attacks that are being done for whatever reason the enemy has created, whether it's Ramadan or anything else, I think we know the ultimate reason. They are, a, they are impatient with Jewish people being alive and certainly Jewish people being alive in the Holy Land of Israel. Um, I keep saying it. Some themes are worth repeating. The more things change, the more things stay the same. And we have to remember this. As we flourish, thank God, as a state and as a people in the Holy Land, the enemy still continues to try and, uh, and stop the, the growth, the progress, and the blessing of the Jewish people. On the topic of chesed, which we are, which is dominating our a program throughout this entire week. We, we've had um, we've had over 700 donors who participated in this campaign to help us rebuild, and that's not lost on us. That that number is very significant, and that that number represents a lot of love and a lot of uh, admiration and respect from around the world. And it is it, it's impossible to go through every one of these donations. This is, after all, not a marathon, a fundraising marathon week for us, or at least it wasn't supposed to be. So we're not set up to actually uh, go through every single donation that's come out or that's come to uh, uh, to our site on CauseMatch since Monday morning. But there are certain very meaningful um, donations Um not necessarily very large, and it doesn't have nothing to do with the amount. But I saw this morning, and, and this, in fact, is a wonderful amount, but, but that's not my point. I saw this morning that Douglas and Rena Sokloff have donated $500. And the reason that that is so meaningful to me, um, in addition to the Sokloffs being wonderful friends and great members of our community, is that Doug is somebody who spent a lot of time in that studio. Now, he may say to me that he was only there two, three times. I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling it was a lot more. Uh, but when Doug Hughes was created and um, was dominating the world of kosher food, 
he spent a lot of time with us in that studio and having a lot of fun and promoting one of the more fun places to eat at that time. And there were a lot of people, not just us, not just those whose you know, lives were in that studio. But there are a lot of people who have tremendous feeling and connection to that small studio in, uh, on Grand Street of Manhattan. Uh, Rami, do me a favor and just let me, you just give me a hand signal when, uh, when it looks like they're about to hit the top of the hour there. And I, um, are they doing it? And I just, and, and I see Jay Booksbaum contacted me in the last couple of days. Another person who's just spent so much time in that studio over the years as a guest and informing and being excited about kosher products and Jewish life. And uh, I just wanted to remember that there's a large group of people that have a tremendous connection to that space. And I thank them for responding. And I know that they're with me in this one big heart that continues to beat on, but has a, uh, has a painful element to it at this time. To those who continue to give, all I can say is thank you. Campaign's going to be up there all week, NahumSiegel.com. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. And I have more to say on this topic in a minute, which I think many people will feel, will find heartwarming. Both of our news from Israel. Are we getting to the top already? That's on? Okay. Um, so the cause match campaign continues to be at the top of NahumSiegel.com. It'll be on the app later today where you can just click at the very top of the banner and participate with us. And here we go. Galitzal Israel Army News is next on a Wednesday at JMJ. Galitzal Mirushalayim Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. פרטים חדשים מחקירת הפיגוע בבני ברק, המחבל פעל בזירה לבדו עם נשק מוברח, והוא ככל הנראה בחר בזירה באופן מקרי. מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. המחבל דיאח אמרשה הגיע לזירה לבד ברכב עם לוחית זיהוי צהובה, אך לא בטוח שמדובר ברכב ישראלי. הוא השתמש ברובה M16 שאינו צהלי, וככל הנראה הנשק הוברח לרשות מירדן או מלבנון. גורמי הביטחון בודקים האם קיבל סיוע במעבר לישראל ומהיכן קיבל את הנשק. ההערכה היא שהוא לא הכיר את מקום הפיגוע, אלא בחר בו באופן ספונטני. ולפני זמן קצר שר הביטחון גנץ סיים הערכת מצב בהשתתפות ראשי מערכת הביטחון. בסיומה אישר גנץ כי צה"ל יתגבר את משטרת ישראל באלף לוחמים שנמצאים בשלב ההכשרה וכן יסייע בתגבור פלוגות משמר הגבול. צה"ל יציע אל המשטרת ישראל סיוע נרחב אף יותר, במסגרתו יגויסו באופן מואץ אלפי לוחמי מג"ב במילואים. בנוסף, בימים הקרובים תגובש סתימה של פרצות בקו התפר ביהודה ושומרון. הרמטכ"ל כוכבי הנחה במסגרת הערכת המצב לעבור למצב כוננות מוגבר. המשטרה מבקשת מהממשלה ומשרד האוצר 4,000 שוטרים נוספים כדי שתוכל לעמוד במשימותיה ברקע גל הפיגועים האחרון. כתובתנו הדעה שטייף מוסרת שהדרישה הבאה, לאחר שבתחילת כהונתו הציג המפכ"ל יעקב שבתאי את תוכניתו 555, חמישה כיווני פעולה, חמישה מיליארד שקלים, חמשת אלפים שוטרים, אחד כה הוקצו רק כאלף. 
תקנים חדשים. נשיא המדינה הרצוג נחת לפני זמן קצר בעמאן לקראת פגישתו עם מלך ירדן עבדאללה, מדווח כתבנו יניר קוזין. בשעה זו צפויה להתחיל פגישת העבודה בארבע עיניים בין הנשיא הרצוג למלך עבדאללה. לאחר מכן תתקיים פגישה מורחבת בין הצוותים וארוחת צהריים, בסופה ימריא הנשיא חזרה ארצה. מטרת הפגישה בין השניים היא הידוק הקשרים בין שתי המדינות, כמו גם הצורך לשמור על יציבות באזור, בדגש על תקופת החגים הקרובה. תושב רהט בן 18 נעצר היום בידי המשטרה והשב"כ בחשד לתמיכה בארגון דאעש והבעת הזדהות עם הארגון. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שבהמשך היום הוא יובא לבית המשפט לדיון בהארכת מעצרו. ומזג האוויר מחר עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. ago when I mentioned the donation of uh, Doug and Rena Sokoloff and I thank them again I was talking about the connection that so many people in the community really worldwide have to the studio here at the Nahum Siegel Network and um, I mentioned that you know, just a, a couple of names that came to mind Jay Booksbound, Naomi Nachman uh, obviously you know our entire staff but there's the, the, just a, a Yitzchak Saflis that we were We were, I think we got a donation from one of his children who remembered as a kid coming with his father to the studio and enjoying it and having fun there, et cetera. Um, so again, I, I know that uh, we've got over 720 donors to this campaign. Whether you've ever walked into that studio or not, I think you somehow feel connected. And I thank you for it. acknowledging that and for being part of this effort the other thing I wanted to say was that uh, we got a donation overnight <laughs> we got a donation overnight from uh, Moshe Glasser Moshe Glasser sent a message along with his donation WYUR alumni forever um, I started at WYUR 40 years ago in a studio that um, was much more sophisticated than the one I'm in today <laughs> and even though even though most people uh, in in the annals of WYUR history would not believe that and um, it's interesting that that all through the last three four days the number of people that I've worked with over the years whether it was back at WYUR shout out to Jordy Alter was responsible for my career officially he was program director and gave me my first slot and he donated yesterday thanks Jordy uh, whether it was WIUR whether it was WFMU thank you to Ken Friedman and Julie Dollinger and John Allen and Erwin Hussid and Doug Shulkin I had the most unbelievable conversation with Doug Shulkin yesterday um, those of you who are longtime listeners of JMDAM will remember And on Friday mornings, Doug followed me probably for 20 years. And I would always end my Friday show by saying, uh, and now the three most comforting words in the history of broadcasting, Doug is next. And yesterday when he, when he uh, gave, and I called him to thank him, uh, he wrote as a tribute, he said, and now the three most comforting words in the history of broadcasting, Nahum is back. And that was very, very meaningful to me and meant a lot. And uh, a lot of people that I've worked with over the years have responded. 
I want to mention one other thing. And again, we are focusing on Israel uh, and the aftermath of these terrible terror attacks and what our brothers and sisters are going through. And we have a show to do. And Avrami is spinning some great music later today. ZK is going to be visiting me, um, our broadcast engineer extraordinaire. And we are going to try to finish creating a system where I'll be able to handle the show on my own, start to finish. But we're on. We're on the air. And we've been on the air every day. Uh, um, but one other thing I wanted to mention, uh, Judy Hertzfeld, who's a longtime listener of this radio broadcast and is somebody who's takes great pride in, in all the great Jewish music that's out there. Um, she pointed out the terrible, devastating fire that the Solomon family went through. In fact, we hosted the online virtual fundraiser in the aftermath of that fire. And, um, and that fire took everything. I think that um, one of the members of the band, if I'm not mistaken, the only thing that they saved from that fire was literally their guitar. And I think that's something important to keep in mind. People have been through really difficult circumstances and have been able to rebound even when everything or close to everything was completely gone. And Baruch Hashem, that's not our situation. Yes, 95% of everything was lost, but it was not our home. It may have been our radio home. It was not our home, and we have to remember that. So thank you to those who are helping us rebuild, and thank you to those who are sending us encouraging messages and a lot of love and support and encouragement. It is much appreciated. And we will continue to move on here in hour number two of JM and AM on a Wednesday morning broadcast. My thanks to Avrami. He is handling the DJ portion of this show. We are live. Feel free to comment on the app. In fact, before I throw it back to the music, let me just acknowledge those who are commenting on the app. Um, here it is. And I, and I apologize that uh, I, 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 I may have gotten some of the names wrong, but obviously members of the Solomon family were terribly affected by the Moshav fire. Here is what... Uh, uh, Judy wrote, as Nahum speaks of shared experiences, I'm thinking of Yisrael Portnoy's house, the Moshav fire in 2019, which his Facing Flames album is based on. I had not realized where she had written that, and uh, that was written on the app. And yes, we are, in fact, very focused right now on those who have been through similar situations in the past. Yesterday in the 8 o'clock hour, I told the story. A friend of mine conveyed that they felt with all that they had done and continued to do for children in need and for children in unique medical situations, how is it possible that God could have given their own child a medical challenge? And a great Torah giant explained to them that he too at one time was angry with the one above 
but then realized years and years later that the reason they had to go through this was that when people would come with different situations that they had been through, similar situations, they would be able to sympathize and use that experience to help them along. And in this case, this rabbi said to this friend of mine, you're going to be able to move on in a stronger fashion. You're going to be able to continue helping those children in need, especially those with medical situations. But you'll be able to do it much better because you will, ha you will have been there. It's hard now, three days after this fire, to, to comprehend this. But we are assuming that the one above has given us this situation so that when others in similar circumstances come forward and their tragedy is known to the community, that will respond even better. Sometimes it's hard to believe we can respond even better because we feel we've been there, but let's not, our, let's not let our egos get in the way. Let us realize that we can respond even better when someone is in need and when someone has suffered a terrible situation. And that might be one of the biggest messages to come out from this entire situation. Someone accused me yesterday of giving chizuk to the audience when I'm the one who needs chizuk. Well, if we're both getting, if you and I are getting chizuk, He's looked together throughout this entire thing, then I guess it's there's certainly some silver linings to this whole situation. Um, thank you to those on the app. Chaya says, Achenu, we are with you, Nachum. Primetime says, thank you for continuing to be our number one news source for the Jewish people. Dr. Moshe says, loud and clear, good morning, have a great day. God has a plan. Well, he certainly does. More coming up. We're in hour number two of a Wednesday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM.
burning for a second day across Israel. Dozens of homes have been destroyed. High heat and winds are fueling the flames. A key corridor between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv went up in flames. Some 3,500 people were killed.
If I don't stand up for myself, who will stand up for me? If I don't know me, who's gonna show me? If I stand up for another, who is my brother? Then I can't hold my head up high. It may not be me, if it's not me, who will see through the end? The Eloyasho Rimosan, the Eloyasho Rimosan. It may not be me, if it's not me, who will see through the end? The Eloyasho Rimosan, the Eloyasho Rimosan. Neely Mealy, um, Sweet Silberstein, with that selection here at JMNAM. He was Troll Portnoy, and uh, Rummy, I'm just thinking that maybe we should reach out to him. He may be somebody that we should be speaking to on the air this week, uh, assuming our system will uh, allow us to do that. Um, because uh, his perspective on this week's events would be be interesting to have on the air from the album Facing Flames here at JM and the AM. And the Moshav band with the only one opening up the seven o'clock hour here at JM and the AM. And yes, the only one, the one above, the Almighty. He is uh, the one in charge. And um, we continue to thank him publicly in every form possible for sparing all of us throughout this entire episode. 
Jam in the AM. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Alpha Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Big thank you to our friends at A&H, Abels and Hyman. You know, those of you out there who are starting to obsess over your Pesach shopping, you know that A&H has some incredible products that are kosher of Pesach. In fact, the majority of A&H products are kosher of Pesach. Check the package. Get ready to bring it home. Let your family enjoy. Perfect for a Yuntif and certainly perfect for any type of Cholomoe treat. A&H, Abels and Hyman, with us in the community since 1954. One of the great kosher product lines out there. Try A&H today. And again, keep them in mind as you shop for your Pesach products. I want to thank our friends at Artscroll.com and, of course, Artscroll in general. Had a nice conversation yesterday with Aaron Zlotowitz. Um, as I mentioned, our regular sponsors have been extremely patient and have been really um, amazing over the last couple of months um, as we've gone through some difficulties. And this week is certainly one of those weeks of difficulties. But all they do is continue to express their support and encouragement. And I thank them. And those of you out there who have not yet visited artsworld.com, the holiday is approaching. They have some incredible brand new Haggadahs. They have the brand new Uncle Maishi book and CD, which is tailor-made for the holiday of Pesach. For those um, parents and grandparents that want to get a great gift before the holiday, who want to give a great gift before the holiday. And when you go to artsworld.com, you, know uh, you know the rule. Always use promo code radio. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com and uh, we thank artscroll and all of our great sponsors for being there had a um conversation well this it's funny i think it was more of a voice note conversation i don't remember anymore uh with david mandel from ohel yesterday we were talking about the uh, zachter trauma center we were talking about the uh aftermath of what happened to us this week and um it is a little easier to understand now what people go through when situations, especially situations that come about in a blink, in an instant, um, infiltrate someone's life. And for us, we've always understood the importance of Ohel's work. We've been talking about it for four decades. But their Zachter Trauma Center, specializing in this area of life, and I say life, specializing in this area of life has a new meaning for us. And we'll continue to recommend that people utilize its services to help individuals and families and schools and all those that are in need. Um, but I will say thank you. I'll say thank you to Ohel and all of their colleagues who are out there to help people when they're facing difficult circumstances. It's good to know they're there, frankly. There's been a total of over, well, almost $161,000 raised in our campaign as we're asking everybody to participate in our rebuilding effort. One that's going to start with a massive cleanup and then continue with construction and and Bezrat Hashem, the building of a studio that we're going to be very proud of. And that's going to help us continue with this mission. I want to thank listener Ritza, excuse me, I want to thank listener Risa Katsurin. A $750 donation just came in. I know you don't realize this now, but Hashem has awesome plans for the future for you. <laughs> I appreciate that very, very much. 
I also last night I'm always I'm always it, it always, I don't want to say I'm stunned because that's not fair to people who are giving, but it is uh, always amazing to see how how not only individuals and families are giving, but in this case, a synagogue gave last night. Congregation Keter Torah, I'm assuming that, yeah, Congregation Keter Torah of Teaneck, New Jersey, a $1,000 donation to help us. Thank you. And thank you to all the rabbis and the synagogues. I got, oh my gosh, did I get a phone call last night from one of the great rabbis. I don't even think he'd want me to mention that he called me. But one of the great rabbis who, when I even picked up the phone and heard that he had a an appreciation for what we do here every day, I was stunned and gave us such a bracha for continuing and, and mentioned the holy work that goes on. And I am not, I don't keep this a secret. I don't, I don't try to fool anybody in terms of the holy work. When we talk about the weather in Jerusalem, when we talk about the Yeshiva League sports and taking great pride in our children being part of a Yeshiva League, and of course when we do our Divrei Torah, and of course when we you know, talk about serious topics in the Jewish world, when we do our Jewish calendaric conversations, anything, all of that to me is holy work. If it makes it into the show, songs, songs of all types, songs of Jewish pride, anything. It's all, to me, it is all holy work. But not everybody sees it that way. But when somebody of that magnitude contacts me yesterday, one of the Torah giants of today, to give me a blessing to be able to continue, that was something. Atara Solo and the Migdal R family has checked in. Yeah, yet another organization, yet another effort in our community that's well worth supporting. And in this case, they're supporting us. Thank you. And of course, there are so many people that have given so many large amounts. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to thank Moshe and Frimit Foreman, who last night gave a $10,000 donation to help us keep going and rebuild. That was... That was some amazing phone call that I was on with them as they described their desire to help. And boy, did they demonstrate that. And I'll again mention uh, Avi and Aliza Lauer. But this time I'll mention that they gave 30 times high. And with a beautiful message about how we will Amir Tashem rebuild. But Avi also represented Yeshiva University over the last two days in contacting me with an offer to come home after 40 years and broadcast in the next few months from there. Now, I don't think it's a practical suggestion at the moment. But just to have get, been given that offer, just to have been reached out to in that manner was really really beautiful that is where it began in september of 1981 and today we sit at the beginning of 2022 so over 40 years ago up at yeshiva university and i will never stop 
being Makir Tov, I will never stop recognizing their contribution in many, many ways to my career. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words are Lezef Nishmas Esther, Lezef Nishmas Harav Zeb and Lezef Nishmas Esther Basar Bilsevalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says in Parshas Balak, Hein Am Kilaviyakum. We are a nation that rises up like a lioness, the Chaharis Nasa, and as a lion lifts himself up. The Mephoshim explain that when Klau Yisrael is down, that when Klau Yisrael has been hit, it does not even take a moment for Klau Yisrael to get back on its feet. Just like a lion who arises from its sleep in the morning, jumps into action, that is the same with B'nai Yisrael. After a fire destroyed the studio, it compels us to deeper thinking. We should understand, of course, that it is a special call that we have the opportunity to be inspired to do tshuva at this moment. It also calls to us to help in the rebuilding process, to see to it that immediately that bastion of faith, that wellspring, the or the light that shined from that studio will once again shine with its full power out to the entire world. I met with an individual just yesterday, and he told me that today he is going to work on the studio to rebuild it anew, to see what needs to be done. I was inspired by his words. I think we all need to do whatever we possibly can to help in the effort of rebuilding. The great Reb Nachman of Breslov said that in his town, there was a very important building that burned to the ground. All the people came and looked at the rubble, all the ruins. All of a sudden, there was an old man that came and began to sift through all of the rubble. He was looking that he could find some pieces. Someone called out to him, old man, what are you foolish? What are you doing there? He said, right now, I'm in the process of rebuilding. I am looking for a brick. I'm looking for a piece of wood so that we can rebuild what we have lost. We take the words of that elderly man to our heart to realize that now is the chance and the opportunity to rebuild a studio, L'Shem Lutiferes, that will broadcast Hashem's glory to the entire world. Everyone, we should all be Zolche together, to go to many simchas, to celebrate Besuros Tavos, to hear about peace all over the world, and especially in Eretz Yisrael. I look forward to coming on the program together with Rav Nochum, Bekarov, in our new studio. Be'ez Hashem Yisparach, may we all hear Besuros Tavos, Yeshuos V'nechamos. As usual, Rabbi Goldwasser inspires us, and in this case, is really helping us in the NSN family continue to move forward during this challenging time. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. God bless you. Rabbi Goldwasser has been with us, and Rabbi Yudin has been with us. And I spoke to Rabbi Yudin, of course, who offered me tremendous chizuk earlier in the week. Longer than I've been with us. <laughs> and I say it that way because 
programming originally at WFMU for the Jewish community preceded me. Many people don't realize that. And in the eras of um, that, that preceded me, both Rabbi Yudin and Rabbi Goldwasser were already part of the broadcast. I like to say I inherited them. It was a good inheritance, no? It was a really good inheritance. I inherited them, and uh, we've become very close over the years. I, um, I can't thank them enough for all their encouragement. They get it. They get it. They get that people on this globe understand the importance of what we do, even if they don't tune in every single day. They get it, and I appreciate them so much. Um, it's a JMN broadcast for a Wednesday morning, and we are focused on our situation. We're also focused on what's going on in Israel, as Rabbi Goldwasser alluded to. These are very painful and difficult times for our brothers and sisters in Israel, as the enemy has stepped up its efforts and has again demonstrated their desire to rid the Holy Land of the Jewish people. The funerals from yesterday's attack are taking place as we speak. And we have to keep our brothers and sisters in mind. And we have to mention to our children and grandchildren over the next couple of days that uh, the more things change in Israel, the more they stay the same. And that this is a this is a, a an important, important message to keep in mind. That the progress that's being made and the position that Israel is holding in the world's community right now, both in the Middle East and beyond, it doesn't in any way diffuse the enemy from its desire to destroy us. In fact, it may even add more fuel to the enemy's desire to destroy us. So keep that in mind as we think of our brothers and sisters in Israel during this time on a day of more funerals, let's keep in mind that they are suffering. There are families that are suffering, and in general, our Jewish collective heart is suffering as we witness what's going on. One other thing I wanted to mention regarding the um, regarding what we're going through here and what Rabbi Goldwasser just said. He told the story and mentioned the individual looking looking for the brick or looking for something to rebuild with. And I mentioned yesterday that I had a unique opportunity, which I'm so thankful for. My dear, dear friend, Rabbi Yoshua Fass, Nefesh Benefesh, was here to visit me this past Monday, the day after the tragic fire. And... We spoke about a lot of different things. We spent quite an hour together, and he was giving me tremendous chizuk. And one of the things he said was that people are looking at that photograph of the microphone in the rubble, the microphone in the ashes of the devastating fire. And they are understandably thinking that it represents destruction. But I, Nahum, I think it represents hope. I think that microphone is going to rise from the ashes and will be one of the cornerstones of the rebuilding 
of the studio and the network. And it may be a difficult perspective for us to have at this time. But we know deep down that he's 100% right. And based on what Rabbi Goldwasser said, that just reconfirms those very precious words. Again, I thank those who are helping us during this week. And our link to the Cause Match campaign will remain up all week long at NahumSiegel.com. Thank you. Uh, I thank you for all the messages. I thank uh, all the Jewish leaders. I see that there's a donation from Rabbi Howard from the OU. A lot of OU people have been uh, very generous, not only with their funds, but with their, with their words. And I got a message from Rabbi Brander from Israel, or Torah Stone, earlier this morning, one of the most beautiful voice notes that somebody could have left. He and his wife, Ruchi, gave a donation of $250 with the message, Nachum, you are one of the treasures of the Jewish people. Continue to lead and inspire us. Rabbi First, Rachel and Rabbi Yitzchak First gave a donation of four times high. And they wrote, I remember from day one when you told your brother you got the job. Maybe Zilcha to rebuild very, very quickly. I remember that day. I remember that day after I got the job in a phone conversation. I was actually at Yeshiva University and uh, was in a phone conversation with the person who, with the person who basically hired me. And I was on the air the next day on Arab Russia 1983. And I remember going from Yeshiva University to the OU offices where my brother was working and telling him the news that I had gotten this job, for me a dream job, and yes, it's been a dream since then that I could tell you. Thank you to listener Susie, a person like you, Nachum, who delights in doing chesed, makes himself Hashem's valuable agent in this world. You will earn your pay directly from the only source of wealth that you continue to store. Amen, amen, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the midst, whether there's a fire or no fire, today, Wednesday, we are in the midst of our Nissan Chesed campaign. And you know what that means, and I, I look forward to bringing people on to discuss it, to discuss it in more depth, but uh, that's not possible at this very moment. Uh, the Nissan Chesed campaign means that we are encouraging people to think of creative ways to help others during the month of Nissan. We're thinking of ways and encouraging people to think of simple methods to enhance a family's life or an individual's life as we get closer and closer to the holidays. And I think one of the problems, if that's the right word, one of the problems with chesed is that people want to do things and don't know what to do. So we continue to add to our list of different things, whether it's leaving a bottle of wine before the holiday on the doorknob of a family home with a note, you know, enjoy the Seder or we're thinking of you. Uh, it could be a $5 bottle of wine. It doesn't have to be an expensive proposition. Whether it's uh, paying off someone's bill at the grocery store or getting them a gift card so that it alleviates some of the pre-Pesach tension and pressure that families go through. One of my favorites is purchasing dinner for Wednesday and Thursday night before the Seder. Purchasing dinner for families. It doesn't have to be a poor family. It could be a large family. It could be a family that you know is dealing with the pressure of the preemptive season. Uh, and you get an opportunity to support a local establishment as well. So maybe that would be the 
right concept for someone out there. And of course, is one of our favorites is the purchase of tickets with our friends at NCSY in New Jersey, um, supporting their fund that specifically sends those youngsters who can't afford tickets to Six Flags, because one of the worst things today is to give a youngster downtime, even during Kolomoe. And this guarantees they'll be spending the day with friends and having a good time, etc. And we'll talk more about that coming up because that, that gets its own slot here on the Nahum Siegel Network when it comes to Chesed. It's one of the things we created years ago. We'll talk more and more about it. Of course, we get closer to Yontif. But it's, an, it's a Nissan Chesed campaign. It's a Nissan Chesed campaign. Let's think of what we can do for others. And the reason the campaign is called It Takes Two is because we're hoping that when someone has something nice done for them, they're going to go ahead and do something nice for somebody else. That they're going to go ahead and have a desire to, to make someone else's young, to, to put a smile on their face, to send games and books over to their home for their children for young. That's what we're hoping. We're hoping that this domino effect, this chain reaction, we're hoping it, uh, it develops and continues through the chesed that people do one for another. And that's why we call it It Takes Two. Tomorrow, Rabbi Kanelsky is scheduled to join us. Uh, again, we're hoping that uh, our system will allow for us to have guests on the air. Um, but the uh, the intention is to have him on. He was the first person to join me on the air last year to talk about the Nissan Chesed campaign. And I will uh, hopefully speak with him about it again tomorrow here on JM in the AM. We are in a, in this case, I could say it, a literally makeshift studio, but we're on the air. And we're broadcasting with the assistance of the Assistant General Manager of the Nahu Siegel Network, and that's our Rummy Finkelstein, 6,000 miles away, but making sure that we're on the air as he is used to doing every single day. And um, our commitment is to keep going. We've proven that in the past, and we're doing it this week. Our commitment is to keep going. I want to thank Sarah Beth and Kevin Fine, who are amazing friends of ours, and they are proud supporters of what we do. And they just gave a $500 donation, and I thank them so much. They are very proud of the work that we do. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition. I thank you so much for tuning in and sticking with us, everybody. A Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. The guardian of Israel, his protection never fails, no. He'll never slumbers and never sleeps In his embrace he always keeps us safe So keep your faith Shaymer, Shaymer, Yisrael Shmor Shinis, Yisrael, 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 
the most amazing dream last night It was very thrilling and entrancing The world became a place so filled with light And in my dream Jews everywhere were dancing Because Mashiach had arrived Peace and love began to thrive No more war, no more hate A time to celebrate Aha! And for the first time I oh my Since long ago at Har Sinai Chaveirim ko Hashem, we beg of you, please make this dream come true. By now it's surely no, we just can't do it on our own. And though for centuries we've waited patiently, And in my dream when I turned on the news All they did was talk about the Jews They wondered how could we have been so wrong I think deep down they knew it all along Because Moshiach had arrived Peace and love began to thrive The whole world came to storm our gates But there's no gators, it's too late ah, 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 ah. And for the first time, my oh my Since long ago at Arsini Hashem, we beg of you Please make this dream come true
Baby Rottenberg and Benny Friedman, thank you for inspiring us with that song. Chaverim Kol Yisrael from Journeys, volume number five. At your best place for brand new Jewish music, America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Mordechem and David, Hashem Yishmar. Uh, that's brand new as well. Ari Goldwag, brand new with Shomer Israel, Prayer for Israel, on a Wednesday morning. A Wednesday morning where a lot of our attention uh, is being paid to what's going on in Israel. Our brothers and sisters are in a very, well, our brothers and sisters are always in a in a unique situation. Uh, but the uh, the people of Israel and the Jewish people around the world this morning are feeling the agony of um, <coughs> yet another terror attack and yet another day of funerals and burials in the Holy Land. Let's keep our brothers and sisters in mind and remind our children and grandchildren that as wonderful as Israel is, and we can only say positive things about our Holy Land, um, it sometimes comes with great difficulty for our brothers and sisters who are there. In this case, a lot of families are being affected in the aftermath of these terror attacks of the last week, no matter what excuse the enemy uses to embark on them. JM and the AM, I, um, I've had a, uh, a, a tremendous debt of gratitude over the last 72 hours for those who've helped publicize our fund and for those who have been uh, sending us encouraging words, and I thank all of them. Um, I, I Late in the program yesterday, I mentioned the uh, Steinreich Communications Group, and I want to again thank Stan and Ariella and Josh, who have really helped us in getting the word out. I um, will give another special thank you to my amazing wife, Stacy, and my incredible eight children who have been there for us. Um, since one o'clock on Sunday afternoon in a very strong and determined way, which also gives me great pride. And to the, uh, to the number of people that have been sending us such positive messages and such great, great support. And I don't just mean financial support. Thank you. Rabiet says it's beautiful to see that a number of WFMU DJs, Doug is next, have donated their general manager as well, Kiddush Hashem. Yeah, Ken Friedman was in touch with me yesterday. Boy, he offered me the world. But I just don't think it's practical for me to um, to utilize um, the space that he offered at the moment. Um, there are probably better considerations, but it was just wonderful to be to be contacted by him and by so many great WFMU staff members. I mentioned some of them earlier. We're so heartfelt. Sorry to hear of that loss of your NSN studios in the fire. This Shabbos or Chodesh Nisan, when three Torahs are taken out from the Aron Kodesh, we almost try to help rebuild your studio. Since 41 years ago, as I always listened to Rabbi Goldwasser and Chizuk and Rabbi Yudin's Debray Torah Friday, since I babysit for his fam- babysat for his family in YU and knew him then. Let's have in mind as the Aaron is open to ask Hashem for Yeshua's only brachas to quickly rebuild the studio now with Hashem's miracles. Amir to Hashem, thank God it will be good. Wow, thank you very much for that. 
Um, that was a uh, listener on the app. Thank you. Listener Devora says, usually my daughter and I dance and sing together in the kitchen as we prepare to go to work with NSN app. The other day we cried together, feeling your pain. Thank you for that. Rabbi Cash says, I'm an alumni of WIUR. I had a show midnight to two. I remember the records that we had to set up on the turntable. I remember the radio through the electric system and the rubs weekly shear on the radio in the dorm. We thought we were so sophisticated back then. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we had our old WIUR folks walk into where I am right now, what they would think of this setup. I don't think we would have dreamt it, <laughs> that we'd be able to get on the air after a tragedy like uh, Sunday. But modern technology and the chachma that God has put in certain people on this planet has allowed us to do it. The knowledge and genius that God has put into the minds of certain people. So it's our chesed campaign. That's right. It is our uh, Nissan chesed campaign. And one of the things that we are committed to do or not do <laughs> is uh, promote a specific organization or to raise money this is not a development because we're raising money this week for the studio. This is something that last year was the case as well. We are not asking for a penny. I think the only exception last year was when Rabbi Kanelsky kicked off the, um, the campaign with me uh, by mentioning his mezuzah campaign, which was so extra special last year. And that, frankly, in my mind, and that's why I allowed it, it that, that to me was a worthwhile exception. Uh, but we're not here... Uh, over these next couple of weeks to ask you to support different organizations, which are all great, and we've featured many of them, or specific chesed projects, which are all great, and we feature many of them. We are, we are here to ask you to make a commitment. And very often people don't know when they want to do chesed what to do. So we're offering suggestions. We're offering suggestions. I'll continue to repeat some of my favorites, including buying dinner for families who are under pre-Pesach pressure Wednesday and Thursday night before the Seder. That's a good one. Tickets to Six Flags. That's one that our regular listeners are used to at this point. And there are many others, and we'll talk about it as we get closer. But I, I do want to make an exception um, as we do the early stages of our Chesed campaign. I want to make one exception. And that is, um, and, th and this is why I brought up the topic of people being out there and helping us. On page 40 of this week's Jewish Views, uh, Ari Hirsch makes sure to dedicate space to our campaign, and I thank him for that. And, and that's not the reason I'm doing this. I'm doing this because the campaign that his family has, uh, they call the Matzah Fund, uh, is literally a fund that has zero expenses. Is literally a fund that exists as a fund. And what they do is, as an example, last year, over 1,600 families were helped in Israel to prepare for Yontif. Almost 12,000 people benefited from this fund. They distributed over 18,000 pounds of chicken, over 11,000 pounds of shmura matzah, over 3,800 pounds of matzah meal, almost 10,000 bottles of grape juice, 1,400 bottles of wine, 2,100 liters of olive oil, over $120,000 in food vouchers, all with zero expenses. The Matzah Fund is one of those unique grassroots efforts that fits into the Chesed initiative that we introduced and that we continue to promote here at JM and the AM. 
How do you get involved? You go to matzah, M-A-T-Z-O-H, fund.com. Matzah fund, M-A-T-Z-O-H, fund.com. M-A-T-Z-O-H, fund.com. Get involved and do what you can to help all those people who are being helped by the matzah fund in Israel. And again, when you find a place with zero expenses, with a preemptive attitude that they have, that they'll just continue to, to help and help and help, we find that we, 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 we feel that that fits right into the theme of our Chesed campaign. Rabbi uh, Goldwasser's words had an impact on a lot of people, including our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum. I have learned Ralph writes to Rabbi Goldwasser on JMN that Hashem has a plan. Nothing that happens, Nachum, your listeners and others. Not, oh, nothing just happens. Nachum, your listeners and others who are not listeners have rallied behind you. We will re- rebuild the studio better than before for the next generation of listeners and future listeners. And I thank you for that. And I thank those who are assisting us. More coming up. We're in hour number three. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM. To the best soldiers in the world.
in the AM, the Freilich Band with Benny Friedman, Barry Weber, Pumpadisa, and the Shira Choir, the Thank You Hashem medley on a Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM. The Amisha Beirach, Israeli soldiers, we keep them in mind, especially at a time like this, protecting our, our uh, families in the Holy Land, and frankly, as I always say, protecting all of us around the world with Misha Beirach from Yaakov Shweki. And welcome to a Wednesday. If you're just tuning in, thanks for joining us here at JMNAM. This morning we've been focused on chesed, not necessarily our own chesed that so many have done for us over the last couple of days and continue to do for us. But we are in the midst of our uh, Nissan chesed campaign, even though it's still the month of Adar too. How do you like that? And we are uh, focused on continuing the message of encouraging people to do nice things for others before Yantif. A lot of times I find one of the and this is really the reason that this Chesed campaign was created. I find it difficult for certain people to um, figure out what to do for others. So we're offering suggestions and we're asking you to do these things without any, without any communication from the person you're doing it for. Without them asking for it, without them expressing the need for it. So when you go ahead and you walk into a dry cleaner and pay the bill of your neighbor who you know has trouble paying their bills, or if you walk into a supermarket and buy a $500 gift card for somebody because you know that the pre-Pesach pressure is going to be immense on them, 
or if you purchase tickets to Six Flags because you want to help in the effort to make sure that teenagers have what to do during Cholamoid and that they're not sitting around doing nothing, which is one of the most dangerous things that one can do today. Um, when you do that, you're doing a chesed for somebody and not expecting anything in return. In fact, the reason we call it the It Takes Two Chesed campaign is we would hope that if somebody has nice done to, something nice done to them, books, candy, and games brought to their house for the kids for Pesach, or, um, or um, if someone has uh, pizza dinner delivered to their home Wednesday and Thursday night before the Seder, because people under, number one, it gives people an opportunity to support their local establishments, but also it, 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 people understand that, that families, even, even families of means, even families that are not necessarily poor, have trouble before Yontif um, juggling everything. You know, there may be rabbeim and teachers in your school who have families and large families. And, you know, they're able to make it, but what a gesture would be if somebody would provide dinner for their family before Pesach. Uh, we'd go a long way. And we're hoping that, and the reason we call it the It Takes Two campaign is we're hoping that when someone has something like that done for them, that they'll then go ahead and do something similar, even if it doesn't cost a lot of money, for somebody else. And that's why our Nissan Chesed campaign took off last year the way it did. Uh, that's why I was chomping at the bit to get to it this year. We got a little bit, we had a little bit of a hurdle, as we know, but now we're back on that bandwagon. It's uh, not only asking for chesed for us. It's not only asking for chesed in terms of what we need. And I thank, oh my gosh, how many people is it up to already? My gosh, this, this audience and the people that have followed us around the world for 40 years are amazing. Over 730 donors to our campaign. I don't even know what to say at this point. I don't know how I'm going to thank every one of the people individually. I don't know how. It's an effort I'm going to try to make before Yontif, but um, I'm overwhelmed. But it's not just about us. It's about people in need. It's about the Matzah Fund, helping thousands of people in Israel with no expenses at all. It is, um, it is about us taking the initiative and, and, and working with our children to figure out which four doors in our neighborhood we should hang a bottle of wine on and with a note saying, I hope you know, hope you have the most amazing Seder with your family and friends. It could be a $5 bottle of wine. Just a nice gesture and a wonderful act of chesed to continue to unify us. I know I get onto this topic and it's nonstop, I know. And tomorrow, Rabbi Kanelsky is supposed to be joining me, which we hope we'll be able to do. Um, it just, it just it, it's, it's a passion that has built up over the years and it's just been exhibited before holiday time over the last couple of years in a very strong way. I want to give a special thank you to ZK. ZK Zalman Kopel built our studio. ZK Zalman Kopel maintained our studio for a long time, for many, many, many years, and took great pride in that studio, and no doubt still does. And the heartbreak that he's going through right now to have have to to have experienced this this tragic episode is very, very difficult. I want to thank him because, like we're trying to do by jumping on the air the next morning, 
he is going to be here later today. He is going to be here later today with, to work with me to literally start building our studio. The studio space is overwhelmed with tragedy right now. And it looks similar to the photos you saw from Sunday. But yesterday, ZK contacted me and he said, the broadcast board, which is the main heart of our operation, that's why I, yesterday during one of the one of the discussions, um, whose who's interview was yesterday? I'm trying to think. Yesterday, when Menachem Toker had me on, 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 uh, on um, I think it was the Kikar Shabbos uh, uh, program, if I'm not mistaken. When Menachem Toker had me on, I want to thank him, everybody from Israel. It's been so nice. So he... Um, he asked me well, what was the most beloved thing that you lost. And believe me, I can't even begin to think of what was in the collection of memorabilia that was gone, that now is gone, what was adorning the walls that's now gone. And I said to him, this is going to sound crazy. But when I saw the picture of my broadcast board, the board that I would sit in front of and utilize every day to speak to the world, that to me was one of the most difficult things. Yes, it's a it's a it's an inanimate object. I get it. But it was my partner in in broadcasting to the world. And I know it's somewhat of an abstract answer, especially when you when we've lost things that really are dear to me. Um, but I felt that there was a value in mentioning it that something something like that can be utilized for such a noble purpose. It reminded me of the time that, that um, it reminded me of the time when Ravari Shechter and I were, were going to hang mezuzahs in a home that needed mezuzahs. And we went to the hardware store to purchase nails to, to put the mezuzahs up. And he turns to me and he says, do you know that right now every nail in this store is praying that it be chosen to be one of the nails to hang a mezuzah. Now, of course, we know that that's just a, you know, that's just a, uh, a, an exaggeration. We get it. It's hyperbole. But his point was that the most mundane object can be used and transformed into being the central necessary item to do a mitzvah. Like the bag that the bottle of wine is going to be hanging in when you put it on the doorknob of somebody's home. So yesterday, I'm getting to the point, don't worry. So yesterday, ZK says to me, you know, there's a board that we've been discussing, and he and I have been discussing it recently, ironically enough, for the last few weeks. There's a board, very 2022, that might be perfect as a backup board, as a remote board, as a board for your home, if you ever are in a situation where you're doing the show from home, ironically enough, etc. Maybe we should buy it. And uh, we had discussed it, and uh, whatever, never didn't get around to it, etc. 
yesterday he says to me, maybe this is the opportunity. Let's just buy it and let's uh, you know make this the centerpiece of the future operation because this board, which is which looks like a remote board, it looks like one you would carry to you know from one place to another, is really has the ability today in 2022 to be the epicenter of an entire radio project. So yesterday we started rebuilding. And I want to give the Eshikoch to uh, Yaakov Laska with a, an honorable mention to Akiva Hamnik. Yesterday we ordered the board, and it's here in our home because of Yaakov. Uh, we ordered it from B&H, and hopefully it will give us many, many great years of service. And ZK and I are going to be working with it a little later on today. But I mention this because a lot of people have unique suggestions about chesed that can be done. And our good friend, Ruvain Brick, who also gets an honorable mention whenever we talk about B&H, he contacted me and said, I don't know what they'll do. Oh, excuse me. He says, I don't know if you got my email. I have this suggestion. I hope it'll help. I don't know what they'll do, but I'm going to advise you to call B&H and speak to the corporate office and ask them to help with a donation of equipment or at least a discount. And I hope it works. And he recommends who we could speak to yesterday. Yesterday. And I thank Ruvain, by the way. I thank everybody who's looking out for us. Yesterday, I got a call from a representative who was asked to call on behalf of BNH. I got a call from someone in the community, a community leader who was asked to give us a call from the people at BNH to let us know that as soon as our full list of necessary equipment for the new studio is complete. They are they are committed to not just giving us the traditional discount that they would give in sensitive situations, but going beyond that and trying to discount this equipment and our needs as much as possible. That was a tremendous chizuk for me. There are people willing to to be there and to help us purchase and install these mundane objects to broadcast our mission to the world from our brand new facility. And as hard as it is to believe, and thank you again, Ruvain, who's been a great supporter and a great, and somebody who encourages us constantly. And as uh, difficult as it is to believe that we're going to get into that space and it's going to look as beautiful as we imagine. Uh, it's going to happen one day and uh, offers like this are going to become very, very helpful to us as we move forward. The expenses are going to be immense in every area. And with your help and the help of people that we just mentioned, it's going to make things a lot easier. Um, there are a lot of things we celebrate here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> a lot of things. And I still claim that all of them, in one way, shape, or form, are... Uh, are to glorify the name of the one above and to celebrate being a people together. And as many of you know, I believe that that sports is one of those. And I want to thank Alan Blumenthal, who has always reminded me about the 
the importance and the unifying aspect of Yeshiva University basketball. We take great pride in it, as you know. And he sent me a, uh, a notice that the three po- National College three-point contest is about to happen. I believe it's tomorrow night, and I believe it's on ESPN. And Ryan Terrell, who has, and I've been able to say this to him directly, to remind him about what he has done for Jewish youth and for the Jewish community out there with the way he has portrayed himself, out there with the way he's conducted himself as the Division Three national star that he is with a yarmulke on his head. And he is one of the invitees, one of the participants in the three-point contest nationwide. Someone told me it's the first time since 2009 that a, Division th- that a non-Division One participant has been invited. So, Ryan, good luck to you. Make us proud. But no matter what happens, no matter how many of those basketballs go into the hoop tomorrow night, one thing we know about you, you're going to make us proud either way. So, kudos to Ryan for that accomplishment. Um, I want to thank our friends at A&H, Abels and Hyman. I remind everybody that there is, there are a lot of choices out there about what you could purchase for Pesach to feed your family and to enjoy a wonderful Yontif and Cholamoid. A&H products are high up on that list. The majority of them are kosher of Pesach. Check it out when you go to your supermarket. Buy A&H today. A&H, Abels and Hyman, proud sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. And on the topic of shopping, I can't thank our our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms enough for reaching out, expressing a desire to help in any way possible. They have been an amazing sponsor of ours, especially before Yom Tovim. We continue to remind everybody how great a shopping experience Aaron's Casino Farms is on Casino Farms in Queens, New York. Casino Boulevard, rather, in Queens, New York. Their entire meat section is Kosher Pesach. They have aisles and aisles of Koshla Pesach products that you could purchase. And they have a, um, a deli counter, a takeout counter, call it whatever you want. We call it Mechis, which is so superb. And they will be Koshla Pesach starting April the 3rd. Aaron's Casino Farms, log on to casinofarms.com. Support one of the great outfits that support us. Go enjoy the shopping experience. Their staff will take good care of you. And we thank them, all of us here at the Nahum Siegel Network, thank them from the bottom of our hearts. A big thank you to our friends at shopeichlers.com. Right now, they have the I Keep Us sale going on until the end of March. The I Keep Us sale is going on until the end of March. You could save, go to the uh, website at shopeichlers.com for all the details. Remember, they do have same-day delivery to, I believe, it's 19 neighborhoods in New York and New Jersey. <laughs> that, that list that I've had in front of me for years is now a, a victim of the uh, tragedy from Sunday. But we can rebuild that list. And uh, you can go to shopiclose.com and make your preemptive shopping experience easy and uh, affordable and uh, one where you can choose from thousands of items that they have online to enhance the upcoming holiday. ShopEichlers.com is a proud sponsor of the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up. We're in hour number three. We're concentrating on Chesed this 
morning, and not just chesed that's being done to us, but chesed that we can continue to do for others. And um, we thank you for joining us on a Wednesday morning. Bro- Wednesday? Yes. Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Nochi Krone Band. Thank you, Aromi. Nochi Krone Band with Az Kishazek. You heard Eitan Katz and Kikel Melech from his brand new album, Truma. Yeah, seems like worlds ago when Eitan was on uh, promoting the brand new album, featuring, debuting the brand new album. One of the last the conversations we had uh, in the in our studio. Um, um, jam in the AM. Final minutes. Just uh, just two minutes ago, I was on with Menachem Toker on Israeli radio. I want to thank him. I want to thank him for uh, the brachot that him and his audience conveyed to us here in the United States. Much appreciated. Um, years ago, there were a handful of people that believed in, uh, in the power of Jewish radio and the power of, uh, what we'd be able to accomplish. And, uh, there are two people in particular I want to point out. Um, and they were introduced to me by my good friend, Shia Menlowitz. And a shout out to Shia for all his support and friendship. One I mentioned the other day, and that's Yoichi Herzog, uh, vice president at Kedem. Uh, he and his uh, company find every excuse imaginable to support us whenever they can, including obviously through this campaign this week. And I, uh, I thank them. I thank them from the bottom of my heart. But one of the other people that was introduced to me at that time by Shia Menlowitz was Mayor Eichler. Mayor Eichler, who is um, the person behind the uh, Eichler's brand name that has become internationally known and internationally renowned, uh, was one of the earliest supporters and enthusiastic supporters of the work that we do and always got the power understood the power that mass media, even on a niche level, can have. And moments ago, Leah and Mayor Eichler sent in a donation of $500 with the message, with you then, with you now, looking forward to stronger and stronger. Those words essentially leave me speechless, and I thank them from the bottom of my heart. Danny Morris, an old friend, Nachum, your strength and resolve will Amir Tashem continue to inspire and connect Jews all around the world for many years to come. Chazak B'Amatz, sending you all our love from Israel. Michal and Danny, thank you. Um, the campaign link will be up on our website. I thank those who are responding. I, uh, I'm trying very hard to turn this program back into what it always has been focusing on Israel, which we did this morning, sadly, because of the circumstances, focusing on chesed and community, which we've been able to do this morning. Maybe the timing of, the, of this episode was, was better than we thought because of the, the relationship that it now has with the, with the uh, Nissan chesed campaign. 
So we've been able to focus on encouraging people to think of others and think of what needs to be done for others in these days before the Chag. We've scheduled our OU presentation of the pre-Pesach show, 12th of April, with a full panel. We're going to figure out the technology and the and how it's going to work, but we're fully committed to it, like every year. And um, <laughs> what can I say? Frankly, anything that we've been presenting for the last 40 years, from daily programming to 24-hour programming, to Cholamoid programming, to special programming like our pre-Pesach show, like our upcoming Yom Ha'atzmaut special that I, I'm already focused on. We're committed. We are committed to keep it going as difficult as it's going to be. This is going to be a difficult few months. This is going to be a challenging few months. But you're with us and behind us, and that's going to make it easier. That's going to make it easier to, to deal with. And for that, we are grateful. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. This is an opportunity to give a big thank you to Avrami. Um, when this happened on Sunday, and there have been a million other situations where Avrami and others have been have been Johnny on the spot for us, but when this happened on Sunday, uh, immediately Mayor Furtick took the responsibility to jump on the air Monday morning and do Monday morning show, and that emanated from his Teenex Studios. And, um, and of course, Avrami has been our backbone through all of all this and uh, I am broadcasting from New York City but essentially through the studios of uh, of Rummy's uh, essentially through Rummy's studios in Beit Shemesh, Israel. Thank you and best regards everybody in the Holy Land. Yassi's why I get 11 o'clock this morning with the Z-Report live lunch carried by many outlets including ours proudly. Join him then and enjoy NSN all day long and thank you for your support until tomorrow it's Nachum Sigur reminding you Remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.